Hey, welcome to episode three of season nine of the Simplify Multiply show. So glad you're here. Today, I'm going to be talking with Dr. Matt Shorrock, and Matt is a psychologist. And we're going to talk a lot around the mindset and the thinking and the esteem issues that come up when you're bravely making your business 1000% you. If you are a solopreneur and want growing your business to be easier, welcome to the Simplify and Multiply show. Hosted by award-winning creative, business development expert, and tactical coach, Terry Pappy. The Simplify and Multiply show promises to become your practical, tactical, and motivational guide to succeeding as a solopreneur. Hey there, Solo. I'm Terry Pappy, and I created Simplify and Multiply to provide you a place where you can discover how to make your business more profitable. I'm going to do this by helping you remove the complexity from marketing and business development. So if that sounds good to you, listen in. Hey, Dr. Matt, welcome to the Simplify and Multiply show. It is so awesome to have you here all the way from Vienna, Austria. Thank you, Sarah. It's such a delight to be here. I love it. And, you know, we don't know each other that well, but we recently met in a group uh, program that we're both in and learning a lot about our businesses in this program. And I'm so glad that you raised your hand when I when I was asking if there's, uh, you know, anyone interested in being a guest on the show, because I love having diverse solopreneurs as guests and experts and authors. And you are my first psychologist. And I think it's awesome that I'm bringing you on now because this topic that we're talking about, which is bravely, um, bravely making your business 1000% you, which is kind of like my little moniker for 2021, is so important to look at the intangible aspects of it. And for my listener, Matt and I were talking a little bit about my experience as a solopreneur. And I, even though I've been in business over 15 years, I feel like I'm just coming out from the standpoint of like really being me, like allowing myself to be goofy, fun, irreverent, silly, but yet very dead on straight, you know, like in your face kind of Terry, (laughs) that's all me. And we were talking, you know, he was, he was asking me and he's like, you know, why did it take you that long to kind of feel comfortable coming into, you know, being fully expressed as yourself? And so I wanted to kind of just like set the context by talking a little bit about my own challenges with doing that. So Matt, if you'll indulge me and listener, if you'll indulge me, I'll talk a little bit about that. So when I started my business, I was riffed out of a corporate job. And so I just kept doing what I did in corporate life. You know, I kept uh, creating assets and designing things and writing things and doing my creative work. And that's what I was hired for. And so the mentality, and this was more in my subconscious, you know, I wasn't really aware or had distinctions around how I was operating. I just needed to survive. (laughs) You know, I just needed to pay the bills and do whatever came my way. And it was an exciting time because, wow, this was like my first business of my own. And, you know, all of these things were opening up and I was very excited about it. So, but my behavior and my mindset was still the same as it was in corporate. So it's like in corporate, you're like, keep your head down, do your work, show up, you know, be a team, you know, person. And over the years, I started developing my own, I guess, approach and methodology and what I really saw clients struggling with. And so I started coaching more and doing more strategy. 
And so in the last four or five years, I've really come into my own from the standpoint of confidence and knowing how to work with my clients, knowing what my value is and where my strengths are. But I still was not taking care of my business from the standpoint of really doing strong marketing, which is so ironic given that I'm in a marketing <laughs> type business, <Yes>. right? <laughs> and I really just was so used to hiding behind the curtain, making things look pretty and building things for people that it was hard for me to figure out how to step out beyond that. And what was not great about that is my business didn't really get the attention or the awareness that it deserved. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't until people got to know me and started working with me that they're like, oh, my God, Terry, you know, you're awesome. And this is great and blah, blah, blah. And not to sound arrogant or toot my own horn, but that's kind of how it was unfolding. And so what I started thinking was, well, what am I not doing that's kind of keeping me hidden? And so I started uncovering this last year. And when I would get feedback, because I didn't see it like that, you know, I was just always trained to be professional and business and here's the solution. I was never really guided to understand what value I brought in and who Terry was as a personality. Not that yes. I'm trying to be a celebrity or anything, but it was just, I just didn't have that distinction or that understanding. And so once I started seeing these, these gaps in how I was showing up, I wasn't showing up as powerfully because I didn't really know who I was. I just knew that this is what I did. And so I really started looking closely at that and examining that and I started noticing how my clients do the same thing. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. They do the same exact thing and they don't realize they're doing it either. And so when 21 calendar flipped over, I was like, this is going to be not necessarily my coming out year, but the year I'm going to really stand powerfully in being 1000% you and building a business of you, which is kind of what I've been, you know, working toward in the last four or five years, as I mentioned. And so it feels so much better, but it's scary as all get out. It really <laughs> is. And I'm, you know, in my late 50s, so you'd think by now my skin would be thick enough and I have, you know, like, I don't care what people think kind of attitude, but I still do. You know, I still care about how I'm perceived. I don't want any unnecessary judgment. I don't want things, but, you know, all that stuff's out of my hands. So I'm going to stop talking now, and that's the story I wanted to share because I know there are other people who are dealing with the same thing. So what I'd love for you, Matt, to talk about is what are some of those challenges that you've seen in your clients that is keeping them from stepping into their fullness? Mm. It's a really good question, and I think the, the themes are very varied. I'm a firm believer that everybody's very different and often it's the case that our, I call it script, which is a frame I, I've taken from transactional analysis, mm -hmm. which, is a, which is a form of psychotherapy. So I'm also a trained psychotherapist as well as a, a chartered psychologist. Mm -hmm. So I, I draw on my previous professions in my coaching work and I love this idea of scripts because it 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 captures our programming from the past we, we we learn how to please other people we learn about our conditional worth right if, if we're lucky about our unconditional worth and so we learn to adapt to get by in the world and so when we're under stress when we're going through a transition 
we tend to default, if we're not careful, back to our old script, our old programming. That makes sense. And yeah. And so it depends on the programming that we've had. But more often than not, we can trace it way back to the early years. And so so it yeah. exists and we have those challenges, but do we really want to go back and kind of like, you know, do all that work around that? Or do we just know that, okay, this is like, just like I was talking about, you know, I noticed when I started paying attention to it, like what's missing in my business? Well, you're missing Terry, <laughs> right? Because honestly, and that's why I'm so focused on personal brand for my clients, because that is truly a distinguisher and differentiator because people don't buy services. They buy people. Right. They, they want yes, to have that experience yes. with that particular person. Yes. So yeah. when you're you're stepping into, you know, or, or maybe I should back it up a little bit because of the first steps I took, which is really trying to examine where you're not showing up in your business mm, mm. and what what persona have you adopted, yes. whether it's based on that past conditioning or yes. it's something that you yes. believe yes. your marketplace will be more receptive to, yes. you know, like yes. we're actors Yes. presenting ourselves in a certain way because maybe they we've seen it done by somebody else or yes. we yes. feel that's what, you know, we're yes. kind of projecting what we believe yes. that our audience wants, but they want us. Yes. So what are yes. some of the things that kind of create those constructs in the mind? It, it doesn't always have, we, you don't have to dig deep in order to re resolve and to change our mindset. And, you know, often it's, it's, it, it can be fate from phases in our life. Like you, you were talking about your corporate world, your corporate right. and, and the culture that goes with that. And we learn how to be within that culture. It brings out facets of our personality and, um, you know, typically, um, people have to, they, they believe they have to present strong and yes. assertive and, right. um, almost perfect almost perfect and it's that's not really a conducive environment for being authentic for being a full authentic expression of ourselves and i think as solopreneurs we have to reconnect if we've if we've spent many years within such cultures we need to reconnect with who we are and bring out those other facets of ourselves that um that, that, we, that we already know and love. And we may bring them out at home or within our with friendships, uh, but they don't necessarily come out at work because there's a part of us telling us that we don't think it's okay to express that, I don't know, that, I don't know, that joyous, that fun, that even that um, reckless part of our, ourselves. But mm -hmm. we all have it. We're all multifaceted. Yes. And I love the idea of... Um, Connecting with who we are first thing in the morning. I mean, it's in, in terms of present day strategies, you know, it's, it's, it's almost become mainstream now for people to practice mindfulness. Thankfully, there's, there's been a, um, a paradigm shift towards becoming more aware of ourselves and um, adopting or cultivating a healthy mindset for first thing in the day. And um, so reconnecting reconn with What's going on for us at the beginning of the day is something I always tell my coaching clients. Preserve a part of the day, first thing ideally, where you, you touch base with yourself and you 
give a little thanks, not in a religious sense, but you know, just it, just in a gratitude, being grateful yeah. for what what you already have. Because as entrepreneurs, we're very focused on the future, <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. uh, what we want, and yeah. it can be a process that can leave us very feeling very unfulfilled, always mm. not quite satisfied, always chasing that next thing. So. And many of us who are successful entrepreneurs already, I mean, you've been in business for 15 years, Terry. I mean, you know about success. This is about leveling up now. And right. so ma- ma- many Perfectly of us. Perfectly put, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We, a, a lot of successful entrepreneurs, they're very good at climbing mountains and getting to the top. But as soon as they get to the top of the mountain, they see the next mountain. The, the vista opens up and then they're off again rather than having a little dance at the top or just being for a while mm. and, and taking a, a deep breath and just collecting mm. ourselves again. And if we have that appreciation, every day is a mountaintop, you know, that we yes. can take that appreciation step. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I love yeah. that. That's all beautifully said. So let's talk about how, what you believe are some other good exercises that a solopreneur can start doing to be more introspective about mm. what they, what really makes them them. <laughs> like I say, you know, 1000% you, that means like full on, this is who you are, like it or leave it kind of thing. What are some of the things they can do to, and this is like a two-parter, okay? Yes. I'm, I'm notorious for asking really long, deep, multi multi aspect questions My I get in trouble <laughs> I get in trouble sometimes it's like Terry just get your thought together <laughs> but what I what the first thing I want to unpack is like how do you discover that of yourself because we have that myopia we can't really yes. see ourselves like others see us yes and then the second thing is how do we gain the confidence and the clarity around how to express that in such a way that we have more joy and fulfillment as well as we attract more better fit clients Mm, and just really mm. enjoy our business that much more. Yes. Yes. Uh, They're both really good questions. I'll try to hold both. I'll I'll, I'll start with the first. Let's start with the first one, which is really like, how do we get to know what really makes us unique? Because that's such a big part of really understanding Mm, mm. how to build a personal brand and a business of you. It's like, what are some of the things that are just like, if I asked, you know, five people that know me well, what would be some of the adjectives that they would describe me? And they'd Mm, say fun, mm. smart, uh, creative, you know, Mm, things like that. mm, mm. But how do we get that for ourselves? Like really see it and feel it that that's who we are and what we are up to. Yeah, this is why I think it's so incredibly important that we do carve out some part of the day to connect with ourselves. You know, so, so let me give you my my morning routine because it, it'll give you an idea of how um, um, we we can optimize and prime ourselves for moments of introspection before we launch ourselves into the day. Right. So my, I, I set my alarm clock at five o'clock. And then mm-hmm. three minutes past five or four minutes past five, if I'm a bit feeling a bit sluggish, I'll launch into my exercise routine. But I'm, I'm basically doing it in my sleep. My eyes are still closed. It's all been set up. And basically, I'm just stimulating my physiology, I'm, uh, mm. which, which, which is activating my, my mind. And so this is my first exercise routine of the day. It may last 20, sec- 20 minutes. It may last 40 minutes. Depends on what I've got 
planned for that day. But mm. as soon as as soon as I've exercised and I've started to move my body around, you know, then I'll lie down for um, between ten and twenty minutes. Yeah, and I'll close my eyes, and my the first task is just to just to be connect with what's going on in the here and now. So, and that's the mindfulness you were mentioning earlier. Yes, yes, yes. Just being mindful of what's going on. Sounds inside the room that you can hear, but also, you know, birds chirping or horns beeping outside the room. Um, you know, connecting with all this stimuli that is going on around us that we don't, we're not always attentive to. Mm-hmm. And that's a good place to start. And then, then turn that attention inwards and just check what's going on inside. Notice any tensions in the body or any feelings within the body um, or any thoughts that's, that's are rattling through. Yeah, there's always lots of thoughts. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. This is, this is, the, this is the, the great thing about the exercise before because mm-hmm. it, it, it can clear any, the Buddhists would call it monkey mind, you know, because, oh, yeah. this, 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 this chatter. Um, but once that's moved, then you can connect to what it, what's really going on for you beneath. Maybe you've got some concerns about the day. Maybe you're feeling anxious about um, you know, fitting everything in or mm-hmm. um, an email that you haven't responded to or a project that's deep that you've been Yeah, that's put, usually my off. mind. I'm thinking about that kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And we're very good at distracting ourselves. And, mm-hmm. and so then this workload takes on an energy of its own. And turns into right. a, a little monster, and can and and so when we when we when we take a few moments to just connect with ourselves, maybe relationships we've been neglecting that just need some attention before mm-hmm. we launch ourselves into our business day, um, then we can prioritize quietly within ourselves what it what it is that we need to do that day. You know, so one of my favorite expressions is is by Mark Twain, and he says, "If it's your job to eat a frog, then eat it first thing in the morning." <laughs> I haven't heard that one, but that's good. Well, very you, Mark Twainy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's very very Mark Twainy. And and his other one is, um, "If it's your job to eat two frogs, then eat the um, the bigger one first. And so I love the principles that underpin that expression. It always mm. sticks in my mind. It's a very visual metaphor. Yeah. Blah. <laughs> yeah. And, and so, so it's, it's a good space to enter into what is it that I really want to do today, you know, for me, before I open up, before I, I visit any screens, before I open up any emails. Because basically when you open up your emails, you're, 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 look, you're, you're looking into other people's agenda, what they, what they want of you. And it's an easy trap to fall into, mm-hmm. yeah. Without checking in with ourselves, you know, the CEO. What do we want to achieve this day, this week, this month, this year, this this next yeah. ten years? Terry will be right back with the rest of the show in just a moment. You know, if you'd like to stop doing what you don't want to do anymore and do more soul connecting work that only you can do, it's time to take action. You know, being more you is not just building a personal brand. It's also not showing everything you're doing every minute of every day to whoever will follow you. What today's more human marketplace wants is the real you. They want what only you can deliver in the unique way you deliver it. So don't sell yourself short. Give your audience the connection and the solutions they're longing for. And here's how. When you sign up for my free Pappy Club journal, every Monday I'll show you how to simplify your marketing, 
boost your personal brand and bravely be 1000% you so you can attract your ideal clients and get the engagements you love to deliver. Go to tpappy.com and sign up to get inspiring audio, video, and written content I personally curate just for you. Let's simplify your world and show your 1000%. Sign up at tpappy.com and I'll see you next Monday in the Pappy Club Journal. And you're right, we we often don't go through that exercise like that check-in and just kind of balancing out because we immediately go into the monkey mind. And I can really see, I'm glad you kind of shared your morning routine because what I can get from that is from the standpoint of really allowing yourself to be more you is it gives you the, I guess, the space to reconnect with you and to relax into just being yourself and not trying to be something else or be the performer or the business owner, the label. And, and when you get in that state, I can see how just relaxing into being a natural you can be a lot more conducive as opposed to like, okay, I got to get this done. I got to get that done. And I got this call to make and blah, blah, blah. And you're not really connected to yourself, which I, I think is an important thing to point out. Yeah. And so this dovetails into your second question, which I think was around showing up in the world, how you show show up in the world. Mm-hmm. Is that is that right? Do I? Yeah. It, so yeah. it was like, how do you understand what it is that makes you you? Like, you know, get that reconnection going, yes, which you yes. just talked about. Yes. And then the second part is how can you have the confidence to start exhibiting that and allowing yourself to be more you. It's like when I shot videos, at first I was like very professional, like you were saying, corporate and like do this and do that. And the more, and I've been doing them since 2013. And the more I kept doing them, the more I was allowing myself to really just be Terry. And, and that came through practice, right? That came through just doing it over and over year after year. And it lately I've really just been allowing myself to have these little kind of mo- Terry moments, I call them, you know, where I'll just crack myself up about something. So instead of editing it out, I leave it in and yes, I allow yes. the goofiness to, you know, just help me be more real with, with people. So there's a relatability factor there. And, but it's, but I take it even further than that. Like just on my YouTube thumbnails, for this year, I just started making them completely different. So instead of just doing like the very corporate, you know, text with the little professional, you know, headshot of Terry and all that stuff, which anybody goes to youtubeterry.com, you'll see what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've taken these shots from the video and I've kind of, I don't want to say cartoonized them, mm. but I made them, you know, like I added colors and I added fun, like cartoon text and mm-hmm. But what I say in the text is like what people are thinking. Like yes. I'm saying saying things that are aren't yes. you know, like corporate. They're like, you know, their fears, their emotions, yes. their you know, I don't I don't want to be like a shock jock, you know, DJs on the radio that do things just to like shock people. But I just want to pull out things that say, Okay, I'm real and I get your pain and I, I, I suffer from it too and let's do this together kind of thing. And so that's one of my hows, like how I'm showing up. And so, but I have to, I have to be very deliberate and intentional about doing those things. Yes. And knowing that that really is not only freeing for me, 
like it makes my job more fun and, and enjoyable. But it's also a way for my ideal client or anybody who wants to be influenced by what I have to share, whether it's listening to this podcast or watching my video or reading one of my articles. It doesn't matter as long as they're getting the inspiration and yes. the boost that they need to move through the day. I'm yes. complete. But yes. the best way for me to show up and do that is to show up and be me. Yes. And so yes. that's what that's kind of what I was leaning toward talking about ways you can get the confidence to actually be a goof yes. or to be, you know, kind of shy mm -hmm. or whatever mm -hmm. you feel is your winning formula yes. and your strength and mm -hmm. your what makes you you. Like you were mm -hmm. saying, you know, like how you are with family and friends and like when you're not trying to, you know, put on this persona of mm -hmm. professionalism because mm -hmm. you're in the context of business. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it, it makes me think of... Um, the idea that people connect, people people connect more powerfully with you when you're a full expression of yourself. When you're vulnerable, actually, when you're when you're imperfect, when you're perfectly imperfect, they connect with that. And and so, a lot of people are now learning who are in the public eye, uh, who are media trained. Um, or who are entering this world, they're, right. they're catching on to the idea that it's to, to be to be authentic, to be warts and all, to be imperfect. It's that that people connect with. They don't connect with the polished persona. And mm -hmm. so I think somebody said the other day, um, vulnerability and then authority. Present with your vulnerability and then your authority. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. You know, last month I, I, I released something on my Facebook account, which I'd recorded privately just for a bit of fun at the beginning of the pandemic. And it was me being a goofball, a, a, a real goofball. <laughs> you need to send me a link to that. <laughs> I want to see it. Yeah. And it, it got liked so many times. I mean, wow. I, I, I used it as a, um, as, as a way of getting a serious message across. And it was, I, was, it. I was talking about the value of being unpopular. And so the way I'd presented to the world previously, you know, um, uh, you know, I've been an academic, a psychotherapist, a psychologist, um, you know, with, you know, in very um, quite conservative at times. Conservative um, and serious. Very, you know? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And 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 so there are lots of judgments. As much as you know, um, people like to be embracing and accepting, there's lots of judgments about um, you know presenting one's views openly, or even um, one of the things that I noticed is as I became a coach and and I was supporting people, entrepreneurs, to help better themselves and realize their dreams. Um, a lot of people within the helping professions can can really struggle with that. Because yes. they're, 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 they're very focused on helping and bringing other people up and, you know, not, not serving oneself at all, but just, just serving mm -hmm. others. And, right. and, and I, I really believe that if you're going to serve people the best you possibly can, then you need to take really good care of yourself and you need to be living a life that you feel you deserve as well. And, and, and if you don't, I think there's the danger that you're harming other people, you know, because you, you, you get to, when you start to take care of yourself, you're giving permission 
for other people mm -hmm. that it's okay to do themselves it's, and it's okay mm -hmm. to it's okay to make money it's okay to realize your wildest dreams it's okay to be a goofball i love that people really <laughs> connect with it yeah yeah and yeah there's so much i could say about it and i know that we're limited for time well, that no, that's fine, and and you know, just say what what bubbles up for you because that's what makes these conversations so much mm. fun. Mm. And one of the the interesting things about, I mean, I love how you just started that last segment, and it's so uh, true about vulnerability. And some people worry that they get too vulnerable because vulnerability is scary. Yes. And when you're creating some content or interacting with someone where you feel that you're being called to be vulnerable or share something about yourself that you feel is going to really move the the audience or the person you're talking to into a better place. It can be a really kind of stressful thing because you're confronted with, oh, are they going to judge me? Yes. Is this going to, you know, make me too much of a, uh, you know, on the same level as them or even lower from the standpoint of like, having my you-know-what together. <laughs> yes. So it can be scary. So what are some of the things that you could recommend mm -hmm. to help mm -hmm. someone mm -hmm. feel more comfortable mm -hmm. about being vulnerable mm -hmm. on, on the camera, mm -hmm. in front of a mic, mm -hmm. or on a Zoom, or on a phone call? Yeah. The first thing I would encourage people to do is, well, besides take a breath, I think that's, that's important. Just take a breath and slow things right down. And so if, if, if you notice that you're feeling um, stressed or you're holding back in some way, then just connect with what's going on around you. You know, mm -hmm. so as we're having a conversation, there's also a ticking clock in my room. So that just helps anchor me back into the present. Mm -hmm. yeah? And that's a really helpful technique if somebody's feeling anxious um, or they're feeling as if they're being judged. There's all this projection going on. Yeah, and it, totally. it's, it's really good to um, just connect with what's actually going on in the present. And like the sound of the ticking clock or the door opening outside or the, the sound of your own breath. And another technique uh, that, that, that is really quite powerful, some people know about, but often a lot of people don't use, they don't implement. And that's just being congruent with what is going on for you. And so it might be that you are feeling anxious. And especially in the corporate world, people will hide that. They will try to bottle it down. Right. And, and, and that gets in the way, that just makes the conversations very messy because yeah, there's not tilted. It's yeah. tilted. There's not that connection. And, mm -hmm. and the best way to, uh, to, to resolve that is to own it. And so when you're about to get up on stage, you, 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 you own your anxiety. It's like, oh gosh, I'm feeling so anxious being here. This is, you know, I've, I've been so excited about this, this experience and my mouth's really dry. And, and people, as soon as they start to talk about it, you, you mm -hmm. see something visceral shifts within them. The anxiety begins to lift. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And one doesn't need to be so um, so vulnerable. You can own your vulnerability in parts. So speaking about yourself in parts. So if if you are in a in a meeting and you're feeling a little bit anxious, you might say, you know, I'm feeling a little bit anxious. You might be feeling a lot anxious. You might be absolutely terrified. But just owning that, you know, I feel a little bit anxious. Mm -hmm. You know, um, and and even reframing it. You might not call it anxiety you might call it excitement 
which mm, is also very yeah. handy. Totally different energy around yeah, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah, and it, and, it, and it creates, it fosters an energy within the room, a positive energy. Yeah. And asking questions of others. That's another tip that I have. You know, if, if, if you're feeling a little bit unsettled, then people love to be asked questions. Mm-hmm. It makes them feel special. You know, how are you doing? Or what are your thoughts on this? And that just buys you a few more seconds to take a few deep breaths and connect with oneself again. I like that. Yeah. You know, what I've noticed, Matt, about what you've been sharing throughout this conversation is uh, around centering self and coming into the present moment. And I'm telling you what, most of us don't do that as a, a you know, unintentionally. We don't do that. And I think that definitely needs to be more a practice that we train ourselves into, yes. even if it only lasts for a minute. Yes. You know, just getting in that mindfulness yes. minute. Yes. Um, there you go. Mind- mindfulness minute. <laughs> mindfulness, <laughs> mindfulness minute with Matt. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. You, you can use that. You have my permission. <laughs> you know, Terry, the, the Buddhists have um, uh, a saying. They, they call it the one the one breath meditation or the one second meditation and if you if you and, and so you make a commitment that you you you, you are mindful for um, one minute or you know one second even or one breath and mm-hmm. but it's a bit of a trick really because if you're keeping that in mind to be mindful that day then it brings you actually into the here and now yeah and and that's really important and I never really until we had this conversation, I never really connected how important that was with being brave, being vulnerable, allowing yourself to be yourself and not worrying about what other people think. Just kind of show up in your own skin. And you're right. Just like you were talking about that video that you posted just for fun, you got the most attention and response and engagement from it because it was the real you. Yeah. And yeah. you were challenging the status quo in in your your statement around making that message about um you know what you were trying to share around being yourself and things like that and and i think that that's really something that solopreneurs in particular have to listen to because it's so true you really need to strengthen your own brand you got to strengthen your voice um and make sure that what you're standing for whether it's your own personal values and what you're up to or standing for as it regards your clients and how you serve them, it's super important for you to just be real. Yes. And people do respond to that because they see themselves in you and they feel like they have an access point to you that they wouldn't to someone who is trying to be more corporate or polished or perfection or whatever. Um, And I think that that's really important. So what are some final thoughts that you can provide my listener as it relates to just the confidence aspect of just, it's okay. Just Mm. be you. Yes, yes, (laughs) yes, yes. Think back to the times when you've been at your most confident or when you've been the fullest expression of yourself Mm -hmm. and Access it, bring it up to the fore of the mind. And so if you know you're going to go into a particularly stressful situation, maybe you're about to make a, a pitch or you're mm-hmm. about to go on a show, you know, have, have that memory resurface before the start of the show and put yourself in that space. 
and and and, and connect with what it felt like to to be that fullest expression of yourself and mm. um, even smell the smells in the room at the time of that actual memory or the sound yeah, engage all the, the senses yeah. yeah yeah systematically go through each sense and it, it, it'll just help and um, prime you for that situation um you know or other people talk about bringing characters to the surface you know and giving a name Ooh. to the character who you know who, who is uber confident you know um some might say arrogant but this mm -hmm. uh, this character within you this personality um means no harm intends only for the best and right. you know access all that resource that that character brings yeah and let that person come into the meeting you know or which I'm, is the real you it's I mean, the, technically yeah, it's you're just real, kind of framing yeah. it so you can kind of connect with it better yeah, yeah i like yeah, that yeah. that's pretty cool yeah yeah it's just a facet i like to think of mm -hmm. ourselves as multifaceted you know yeah. you know we're all different things different situations different relationships bring different aspects out within mm -hmm. us you know at night time i'm reading my boys my uh young children um like goofy tales you know and i'm i, I really get into the characters you know i don't <laughs> i don't always show that to my uh coaching clients or my psychotherapy clients and um, i do i do when i do actually when i do you know it it, it it creates moments of real connection and intimacy yeah i love that yeah but it wouldn't be appropriate to keep to, to keep to stay in that character uh, or to be as goofy um for the whole throughout the whole context i of agree because yeah. at the end of the day people are paying us money to give them serious value yes, that yes. they can act on. And yes. there's a level of, you know, respect that we have to perpetuate in yes. order for that kind of understanding in the relationship to, yes. to be stabilized, Yes, yes. Uh, which is a very corporate way to say, you know, it's okay to be you, but yeah. you got to deliver some real value at the end of the day. So don't be a goofball all the time. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> And so it's, it's about sprinkling, I guess, you know, your personality mm -hmm. onto, onto the mission, what it is that you're there for, but bringing, bringing your full self in, you know, and if it means bringing, um, being a bit goofy or um, even being a bit vulnerable and talk, mm -hmm. talking about yourself, you know, right. t telling a little story just to connect with people before you get down to business, you know, yep. it, it's, it's, that's that's the beauty. You can be both. It's this. This is not a case of either or. You know, the magic happens when you're both. And I also think that that's why I'm, I'm glad you brought up the you know tell a personal story and be vulnerable. I think that can also establish rapport a lot faster, and it can make your like if you're interviewing somebody or or you're getting ready to do a pitch, it can relax them yes. and they don't feel as standoffish or anxious or whatever the case may be given what the the setting is of yes. the of the interaction so yes. i really yes. appreciate that yes. matt this has been really cool to have this conversation <laughs> and i i love that you did talk a lot about getting present to you because if you're going to be vulnerable if you're going to be a thousand percent you if you're going to really just kind of come out from behind the curtain which is an expression i use in my own you know, journey into yes. this more strongly me. It's got to be something you can, you have to be able to connect with yourself to really feel what that is. And you'll know emotionally, you'll feel it in your gut. You'll know if you're being you. And if you're 
tuned in and dialed in through, you know, whether you're meditating, being mindful, or just kind of just getting into the present moment through a couple deep breaths or whatever it is like you were talking about, that can be a real powerful way to get more comfortable and more confident with it. So I'm very grateful that you were here with me today and offered all of these wonderful um, ideas on how we can bravely step into who we really are. And that's what it's all about when you're a solopreneur. So thank you so much for being here. You're very welcome. Thank you, Terry. Well, that's it for this episode. Thank you for joining me. You know, being a solo can be incredibly rewarding when you have the right guidance, resources, and community to help drive your business vision. The great news is that's exactly what you'll get with Simplify and Multiply. You've just listened to another episode of the Simplify and Multiply show with Terry Pappy. If you want to get free marketing and business development tips, templates, trainings, and more, head over to simplifyandmultiply.com and sign up. Learn how you can grow your business the easy way. That's simplifyandmultiply.com to join our growing community of amazing, talented solopreneurs out to simplify their business, multiply their income, and make a big impact in the solopreneur economy.